Okay, let's wake up. Wake and bake. Bake me a cake. No. Wake and bake with a steak oh, on a medium plate with fries on the side because you know you're the apple of my eye. I said, what up, heater? What up? You're kind of lame. Cool. But your mom's ass is in the Hall of Fame. I said, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's the opening this week. That cannot be the opening. No way. Don't no, put that out my there. Mother's bum. No, no, no. It's my mother's bum, he says. No, not my mother's bum. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I'm joined here for a very special insight episode. This is the final episode well I, I don't know if i want to say the final episode it is still within season two we're recapping season two bringing you guys uh, the answers to some long-awaited questions that we've had some fans pose to us some players pose as well so we're going to get to those but uh, i'd like to introduce everyone here with me today we have gregory the warforged how's it going gregory pretty good you know had a nice day out on the town so i'm you know got lots of fresh air i'm feeling nice would you you've been out on the town today did you go to crazy horse got a nice burger i was, I was feeling good about yeah, that dtv you know? downtown vancouver how was that yeah, it's a good time it's you hit up east hastings get a little bit of cheap opioids no no ah, well then no. you're missing out on the whole point of downtown vancouver <laughs> i i guess we missed that part on the tour mm. yeah yeah, it's almost like Tyson McKay was giving you a tour. He wasn't really mm-hmm. showing you what was that. True. That's yeah, where no, our, our, our tour Vancouver was used to be. Food focused. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw some water and then we got food. Fair enough. We're also joined here by Tyson McKay. Tyson McKay, how's it going, my man? Good. How's it going with you? Uh, you know, I'm pretty good. I was uh, I was teaching scuba diving today, so it was a uh, it's pretty pretty Noah day, I guess. Nice. See, no one ever poses a question back to you, Noah. So I thought I would. Dude. Plus 50 experience points. Fuck, I don't have much sheet on me. Damn. You earned it. We're also joined here by Fievel Mausentrov. Fievel, how's it going, my dude? Quite swell, you know. Landed in uh, beautiful British Columbia a couple days ago, and mm. I am living the high life out here, let me tell you. You're high? <laughs> of course. BC oh, bad, man. my friend. Yeah, no, you and, uh, you, you and Chong arrived a couple days ago, eh? <laughs> you sure did. Mm. Shout out to Dixie. <laughs> okay, who's Dixie? A fine woman on uh, the Swoop Airline that said, uh, said bye to me. Oh, she said goodbye to you. And we've made eye contact a couple times. Okay, can I be honest with everyone on the podcast? Okay. This guy shows up. This is the night he arrives. He goes, you won't believe what happened to me. I say what? He goes, I met this woman, Dixie. Chong, who's remaining unnamed for, for his... For his safety, for his nefarious activities, for his nefarious activities, goes. Don't let this guy fool you. Dixie was a stewardess on Swoop Airlines. She asked him how he was doing today. When he sat down, she walked by him, made eye contact as stewardesses do, and then when we got off the plane, she said, "Have a nice day or goodbye (laughs) to him." When's the wedding? It's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, when is the wedding? (laughs) I just told him those were regular things that stewardesses do. You don't think so? You think there was something extra there? Well, you know what? I wasn't the only one that got a little love thing going on. Sam also. Chong. Oh, Chong. Please. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, yeah, this was going on to the plane. So, so lady, saying, there was a there was a, a three way vibe of energy going between you. It wasn't Dixie. 
picture. Okay, not Dixie. <laughs> I, I don't remember the, the girl's name, but anyway, Sam. Sorry, wait. hold up. This whole thing was about Dixie. Who's this other chick? She... Justin wheeled another chick. <laughs> and he had first thing to me that she was really into him before he met Dixie. So you've had a whirlwind of a trip on your way over here. <laughs> I love Swoop Airlines. It's <laughs> a good time to uh, mention that we are actually sponsored, sponsored. by Swoop Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flights across Canada to major hubs in the United States, they are a fantastic choice. choice. Fly pink and have a swooper day. That's what I always say. Justin, why why does your day always seem like a who's on first routine? <laughs> <laughs> who's on what? Who's on who's on first? It's a it's comedy from like What's what's on second? Who's on first? No, no, who's on second? Wait, wait, what do you mean who's on it's like what guy's on, name is what's who, on the second? guy's name's what? But I miss this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have some questions. That we're going to pose to. Oh, let's not even start with questions. Let's start with announcements. Are we recapping? Well, I don't mind. I thought there was mention of that. Um, I'm not going to recap. If someone else wants to recap, I'll do it. All right, Tyson McKay's going to recap for us. Tyson, I know your love of storytelling, so we give us a quick rundown of season two because I think we want people to to know what happened in season two, but not feel like necessarily they have to listen to it to move forward with Dicey. So, if, but if they do want to know. From the horse's mouth. Tell us, what's, what went down in season two? Call me a fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, season two started with a warm embrace of Tyson McKay and Rogar Ragnag. Mm. If you rec- recall, I embraced, I, do. I embraced Rogar. Things quickly went downhill, though, as the Iron Wolves quickly captured the city, threw us in chains. I found out I was pregnant. Well, hold, let's rewind there for a second. I Where mean, I said going? quick recap, but... But Jesus Christ, you're, you're doing a Usain Bolt on us here. In Chains, I feel like you're glossing over at least six episodes of season two there. You guys spent a lot of time in prison, and I feel like I feel like that, that isn't really attested to in any of the questions we have here. I'll pose a question to you. Why so long in prison, Tyson? Someone kneecapped me at the beginning of season two with a pregnancy. Okay, I feel like you're referring to me there, and, and you fought a red slot of your own volition. I you... said somebody. <laughs> Look, I, I think that the players can all agree that the pregnancy was a, was an interesting twist in season two. All right, sorry I didn't wear protection, okay? Look, I stabbed you in the shoulder, impregnated you. I feel like you just made a wrong choice one night. I said, hey, you up? And he said... I'm inside you, and I was screaming, but it was in pain. <laughs> and I said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> okay, so so you guys spent a fair amount of time in prison. Sorry, you were you were continuing on there. Yeah, I made friends with some of the Iron Wolves. You know, Damick, Lena, all best friends after a few episodes in in jail, as I recall. Mm. They offered me a spot in the Iron Wolves. I said, "No, I'm kind of more of a lone wolf." Wink, wink. So you're not an Iron Wolf. You're a lone. I'm wolf. a lone wolf. Yeah. Continue. And uh, they said, okay, we're still friends, but we don't respect you. <laughs> and Is then, that what they said? I don't, I don't remember. And then uh, town started getting attacked by these... Wait, let me think. They don't want to help Tyson McKay out here with what, what happened next. The Iron Wolves were in the midst of taking over Ryberry. They offered Tyson McKay a spot. He said no. Your pregnancy got worse, and Daddy Damick came to your aid... But not right. really. Offered him a choice. Just give me Rogar Ragnak and his sweet, sweet essence, and and I will save you. You said no. Oh, there's a question we can go off of. Why didn't I do it? Mm. I regret it every day. 
<laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so you chose to, to to not give up your friend, and in 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 the same time you didn't terminate your pregnancy. You then, I believe, went to Vel seeking aid, right? Well, I did that a while ago before that, and he went off on an adventure to try and help me. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he was he's close. Cut it close. I was real close to death. And uh, came back in the nick of time, saved my life. Yeah, in the final hour, he shows up. He 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 helps you out. You you drink a potion. He puts on a a Modron heart, a core of pure law, and uh, it slowly kills the tadpole inside you. But you have to still wear it. So now you got this Modron heart on. How are you feeling about that? I hate it. But I the... come to love it more and more every day. The sweet justice of the law. <laughs> <laughs> Getting railroaded to lawful. I hate it. I'm going to burn this place to the ground once I take this off. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. so so you were you you got the Modron heart. You're on the mend. What goes down next in Ryberry? The Iron Wolves are still there. Oh, they are still there, but now they're our friends because there's another enemy at the gate. Mm. And it is... It came Fievel. up through the well, no. the sewers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was uh, some undead thing. Got some yeah, people... Yeah, vile undead, yeah. Yeah, got Groban sick. Heavy loss there. Heavy loss. Whatever, ha- he dead? Well, yeah, he succumbed to his wounds, to his oh, injury. God. Yeah, that's why Wolfhelm in the final, not even the final, but his final speech, the finale, he says that you guys lost Groban and Galix. No. I know. All right, after that, we said, okay, Iron Wolves, Knights of the New Moon, Tyson, we're all on the same team now. So you count yourself up on the same level as these these organizations. I could single-handedly take these organizations on. Mm. Yes. Especially uh, now, since they're like a third of the numbers. <laughs> um, I'm like that Tyson confidence. Mm. So we fight the first war, you know, we kill some giants, kill some trolls. Things are going okay for Tyson McKay. Okay for Tyson McKay, but poorly for everyone else. I'll poorly remind for the you. McCain holes. lost his head. McCain lost an... McKenna, Jesus Christ. McCain lost Aww. his head. Lena lost an arm. That could have been like their Brangelina name. <laughs> R.I.P. to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we fought them off. We hold off the line. We lose a lot of people. While this is happening, Fievel's out, you know, Fieveling around. Mm. Runs into Oren. Mm. Oren says, hey, you want to help me? Uh save Ryberry and Fievel says well so so Fievel got approached by what looked like mercenaries or soldiers he said goodbye to Jack Bauer oh, he yeah. was brought to Oskenheim this fortress in the mountain and there he met the leader of the keepers of Oskenheim and he met Oren and, and Oren and the leader of the keepers says hey not only is this shit going down at Ryberry but there's some nefarious intent behind it you know there's an artifact beneath the streets of Ryberry that this this follower chosen of Zugtmoy is after he's besieging the city in order to get it. And so that's when he meets Gregory, the Warforged yourself, of course, and, and that will top, top it. Right. I have a question before we move on to that section. It's uh, directed to Fievel. Mm. Uh, why did you give up Jack Bauer so easily? And uh, so easily. It was well, this is a fair question. You did indeed fight hard <laughs> for his survival during your downtime. And you didn't enter Ryberry without him. Chose to go off on your own. You know, season two picks up after downtime, and very first thing is Sayonara Jack Bauer. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it was pretty much the sense of Fievel treated like Jack, Jack Bauer like a piece of shit for mm-hmm. a lot of it and put his life at risk multiple times. And uh, Fievel felt bad. Okay, not, none of you at all felt like Jack Bauer was maybe becoming a little bit of a burden, a little underwhelming in terms of his, his power. No. Maybe you wanted something new and unique. I mean, that was that's always in the back of my mind type thing, you know, like something that could fly would be sick, you know, like mm. just things like that. But yeah, also the fact that he was a massive creature was very tough for certain places. You know, if we go in a cave, he can't fit in there. I mean, luck, luck, even got lucky to squeeze through that pipe to get into the sewers, you know. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, the fact that his size was pretty big was a lot of either I don't go in or Jack Bauer stays out. And then pretty much everything that's built into that character is kind of lost because without Jack Bauer, I was, I was nothing. So, so it felt like it was time to move on. Yeah, just, I don't know, see if I could, like, figure out another type of beast and play with that for a bit and if it worked for me great and if not well you just kind of do the same thing right and how'd you find how'd you find luck luck for season two she's cute <laughs> she's cute. okay moving on very quickly here <laughs> change the base back to tyson mckay uh oh yeah so they all band together they go ahead as a scout party to destroy the artifact that the mm-hmm. army is after they run into some bandits some banshee mm. yep which the Banshee was, I don't think the podcast actually heard because the audio went out. But I think uh, we made an interesting story choice on that for sure. I mean, we we had rough audio issues with the Banshee scene. We then decided to come up with this flashback sequence so that, you know, Fievel could flash back and be like, this is what happened with the Banshee. I was the only one doing damage. No one else is touching the thing. We got Dabbledob going down. We got Orin going down and I'm there. And it's like, it turned into this super funny bit. I feel like it was almost better than actually including that fight scene in there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was definitely a good, a good cover up. <laughs> a good save for sure. Yeah. And it, it was harder than that thing that you guys fought. Just want to clarify. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. So once they, once they get in, they sneak through the sewers, they find the artifact, they have to fight some undead guy, some protector. An old chosen of Zugtomoy who is there to protect the artifact. Okay. He would essentially only awake if it was touched. They touched it, so he woke up. Yeah, they beat him up, and then they mm-hmm. destroyed the vase, and that's it. Yeah, and then you guys had a little bit of story time uh, up at the top. Fievel recounting the tale. You guys all met up together, and then an undead man, skull cleaved open, walks up to the gate and says, you know, my master's killed the Zugtomoy people. Mm-hmm. but you know he wants something in return and they were like we'll pay you anything he's like he doesn't care about gold he wants he wants you know to be, to be repaid so uh he asked all the heroes of ryeberry to come out to the the forest also i want to say i'm upset about how season two finished off like that i'm not saying i wanted like someone to die or someone to be injured i just <clears> wanted my big bad villain to come off cool and he got not 20 a bunch he got he got a bunch of ones yeah. he didn't roll well <laughs> and it came off like a huge yeah, and it's, I, like he, I built tough. him up as this really cool dude. Yeah. This is the second time he's basically Mazer down. <laughs> like I fucking hate it. Not quite as bad. He did he not did, quite as bad as Mazer down. He did quite a da- bit of damage to Dabbledob. I think he was pretty close to dying. Dabbledob was two health points. Yeah, he had two health points left. So yes, he did well against Dabbledob. But some of our other heroes didn't even get touched. 
Well, like the high AC guys are, it's going to be harder to touch them. The only one who touched me was Luck Luck. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say for my villain? (laughs) But it's tough, right? Like it's one versus what? There was five of us, something like that. Yeah. So one versus five, we're getting an attack five times per his one turn. One v six, and then I cast eight wolves, so it was one v fourteen. They did nothing. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys defeated Damek, and, and that brings us to the end of, of season two. Yeah. Do you want, want to do some announcements? Sure. So, <laughs> the first announcement is that season three will begin a month from today. So on December 15th, you guys can expect to hear a new, fresh episode number one, season three, which we're super excited about. And in between now and then, we are going to be releasing some Nat 20 knowledge episodes. So letting you guys know about all the ins and outs of D&D from behind the screen with our new host, Amber. It's going to be taken over from Josh as the host of Nat 20 Knowledge. They let me go. They let you. They yeah. didn't they did pick up his, uh, the option on his contract. Yeah. <laughs> they said, listen, we wanted two episodes a month. I said, I can't handle the pressure. And so I did three episodes <laughs> in like eight months. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I think it's good because Amber, nothing against you, dude. I mean, you just aren't a DM. I'm I don't think you have any aspiration to be. But Amber has a lot of aspiration to be a DM, and I think she's going to ask the right questions. I think it's going to be some fresh content. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, and uh, like she's building a campaign right now, so it's perfect. Uh, yeah, but she's, yeah, she's maybe maybe you know we can actually you know when she's building this campaign, she'll ask actual advice for that campaign. It'd be cool to see her implement it at least. I not that I'm in that game. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think she's looking to. Uh, get in like new people onto the podcast dms from around like our city dms from other podcasts she might be looking into so get hyped for that super excited congrats to amber for uh, the promotion super cool the promotion well she got murdered (laughs) well she got demoted then promoted (laughs) (laughs) all right second announcement which is super cool ladies and gentlemen we have created a premium membership on podbean So Podbean has a premium membership option that will have bonus episodes like the arena match and mini campaigns. It will not be taken away though from the main campaign. It's just some bonus content for listeners who want to help support the podcast, uh, which is super cool. And I believe Josh is going to elaborate on that for you guys. Yeah. Hang on. Sab just is behind me moaning and groaning. Shut up, Sab. (laughs) We adding Sab to the podcast now? Let's go. I didn't even introduce him. There's no, f- <laughs> just have him say, hey, like I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's going on? Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. Look who it is. Were you Rogar. here the whole time? It's a drunk Rogar. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. Have, your, have our way with him. Let's ask him all the important questions. <laughs> it was pretty much a God, that episode. <laughs> talking okay. about the season finale for those wondering. <laughs> wow. Uh, do we want to elaborate on the premium membership on Podbean. Now let, let the people know. Yeah, so uh, we started a premium membership on Podbean, which uh, we're just going to throw out some bonus episodes, uh, some maybe some mini campaigns that we do. We started off with uh, Arena Match uh, in Season 1, so we released that to you guys. And uh, we have another campaign being run by Shane, which is called Wizards of the Chaos Cavern. Oh, the VeggieTales. Yeah, the VeggieTales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. It's a, it's like a, what do you call it? Like a Mad Lib style Mad Lib D&D thing. where we just uh, write down random random words and then they end up becoming our class and our character. And it's super fun, super interesting. So yeah, so if you guys want to support us, this is a, kind of a fun way to do so. 
Uh, yeah, we got a new arena match coming to the people soon. We, we uh, do. We Should do? we talk about that right now? I'm super excited about it. I've got a lot of ideas, and I want other people's feedback on it. Yeah, let's let's pitch out some ideas right now because I think I think it'd be super cool if we did that. Okay, so here's my idea. Okay. All right, this is what I'm thinking for this new arena match. <clears throat> I was speaking with a couple dedicated listeners of the pod. They were like, "I want to see another arena match." I said, "Absolutely, I'm super down. It'd be super cool to see the people now with more diversity." And their mm-hmm. skill sets. And we were kind of tossed around the idea of a Hunger Games uh, style Ooh. arena oh. match where you guys get dropped onto a, not a complicated map, but but nonetheless, not just like a coliseum where you're all caged in, more like, like a forest or a jungle or an underground cavern system. And you guys start base. You start with no weapons. But then I thought, okay, well, we, if we start, if we have the melee guys start with no weapons, the spellcasters have a distinct advantage. I'm so I was thinking, like maybe spellcasters, <laughs> maybe spellcasters are devoid of spell slots. Like their spell slots are empty, and they mm. have to find runes or objects which will fill their spell slots of certain levels and types, depending on what they find, that they can then use in combat too. Right? Interesting. Um, so I was thinking something like that. That's a little bit more, just a little, a little bit more survival esque. Like there's going to be actual creatures and stuff like that uh, really cool terrain that they're going to have to deal with flora and fauna if you will and then i'm just really interested to see how how the factions kind of divide i'm you know in hunger games your girl katniss would be nothing if it weren't for rue we all know this yeah but rue loses her life which is probably the saddest part of that whole series but the thing is like who's gonna who's gonna pair off you know like if if dabbledob and gregory meet up i'd imagine they're gonna work together until it's just the two of them yeah, yeah. Don't sleep on Dabble Dub taking a shot at me. <laughs> Dabble Dub would do anything for victory. If he if he caught me not looking, he'd probably try and throw his biggest shit at me. Also, I'm very interested in having like an actual in-game item be the reward. Like something mm. very cool for like first, second, and third be like actual rewards. Whether monetary coin value or like an actual magical artifact. I would say magical artifact because so far we're not really coming across much here on yeah. those. You know? Don't think that anyone slept on you asking a lot about magical artifacts in <laughs> season two. It's the net step in increasing my damage, man. I need <laughs> to start to hitting harder. <laughs> give it to him. <laughs> it's the only thing. Like I can't get like, you know, cooler and better spells. I need cooler and better weapons. That's I'm, all my character has. I'm with you. I understand. You I'm know? just saying the people heard heard that. The people heard it, but Noah didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard it. I just chose. I'm like God. I just chose not to listen to you. Just, just every town. I'm like, <laughs> is there anything cool looking in this town? No, no, nothing. damn. Oh, okay, that's town. <clears throat> Can I pitch an idea for the arena match? Absolutely, I would love to hear your idea for the arena match. All right, so I I like you know like you me you know me. I like chaos. I like a little bit of infighting. Well, you used to before the Modron heart, but continue. (laughs) (laughs) In real life. (laughs) Um, So I thought it'd be funny to do kind of like a team arena match. You know what I'm saying? Like a 3v3 or 2v2v2. But instead of just like picking the teams, what we do is we just draw random two names out of the hat and then they have to pick the team. So it's like, you know, elementary school when you're, when you're on the on the field about to play sports yeah. and someone has to pick you and you get picked mm. last, who gets picked last? I, I want to see who. Uh, that is interesting for sure. Definitely stop. not Rogo. Yeah, where <laughs> where confidence is is made and you know some confidence is destroyed by being picked last, or maybe the underdog mentality. I think you know, we should fuels be, them to perform better. Hmm, I think we should be definitely 
banking all these ideas though, because if, I mean, whichever one we choose to be the, this, this one, we could just still definitely use another idea to be the next one. Cause these are both awesome. Mm-hmm. True schoolyard style would be funny when, like when we're all super high level, yeah. like everybody's <laughs> hitting hard and it's like, shit, like, this is actually really tough. Like <laughs> this could swing the whole game. Who, who I pick here, like I gotta throw some strategy. Sorry, Rogar had an idea. Yeah. So we'd all be teamed up. And then we'd face every, like, you know, in our backstories that we had those, uh, our enemies. Like all the boss fights. Yeah. Like we would oh, all, all go up against our boss fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a survival kind of thing. Like see how long we could last. Waves. Yeah, exactly. Waves of enemies. Yeah. I think the challenging thing with, and I'm not trying to put it down because I think it's a dope idea. I think waves of enemies would be hard because with so many enemies, there's a lot of roles and that becomes a lot of a lot of just rolling for the, the fans to listen to. Yeah. I think something where it's like, like I like your idea of like a big boss. So like one team tries to defeat a big boss. The other team tries to defeat the exact same big boss. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. they both succeed, we move on to the next big boss. One team tries to defeat it. Then the other team tries to defeat mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then whoever, like whoever just loses on a round that someone else completed that other team's the winner. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that idea too. Yeah. And what you could do maybe is after each boss, maybe each team gets a random item dropped from that boss, and then that either helps or hinders them going forward. That would be sweet, like a little loot chest, like, hey, you got four potions. Or, hey, got- it's full of poison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or even, like, a, to do the working together, or even, like, a team relay, mm. where it's, like, one, it's, like, okay, like, they send an enemy, and you got to send one of your guys to fight him. Mm. You know, yeah, I like, like that, too. Cool. Like, Buddy steps up, and it's, like, this huge guy, and it's, like, oh, shit, send the big guy. Yeah. Moving forward, I actually, I think all those ideas are really, really cool. I'm super down for all that. Yeah. I think that we should make an effort to do more of them. Like maybe make, make a plan to do like one every two months, three months. We could do like four in a year, five in a year. Yeah, we could do something like that. So, I mean, the premium memberships going back to that is just, uh, yeah, like we said, a fun way to just uh, support the pod and help us grow a little bit. Absolutely. Want to get onto some questions and for for our audience, for our fans, and also questions from some of the players themselves. Absolutely. So our first question here coming from Noel Torres. He wants to know what our biggest regrets are about something that you or another player did this season. I'm going to pass this off to to Gregory the Warforge first. I think you got probably some good stuff coming here. Biggest regrets about something you or another player did this season. Teaming up with Dabble Dub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You did that Basically, the whole premise ago. of my existence in the game has yeah. been bugging me since day one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, something you actually regret? They just regret. You can also choose something you didn't like about another player, like what they did, maybe. Yeah, something that you or another player. Oh, did. yeah, yeah. Okay, not just about me. Hmm. Enough has been said about Jack Bauer. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, get on that. <laughs> no, this is a this is a good question. This is a thinker. Um, can I throw out one something that I regret that a player? Didn't do. Go for it's directed it. at okay. me, isn't it? Oh, it's probably me. No, 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 no. I'm uh, somewhat disappointed in Rogar Ragnak. I knew this it. is the only reason. This is the only thing why. I think Rogar had a really good season. I think he grew, and I think he played really well. Nice. You know, Wolfram had a, a lot of speeches to like the crowds and stuff. And the only thing is, like, as a bright lord, I would love to see Rogar Ragnak fulfill that role of like the leader of men. You know what I mean? Like the guy who embodies good and courage and hope and valor and like actually speaks to that. Because I feel like that's a, it's a hard role to play, no doubt about it. But yeah, I would love to see Rogar Ragnak do more of that. 
Um, I'm not good at speeches, so <laughs> if I could write oh, one I'll, down before, maybe. Look, dude, here, here's what I'm saying. Go on YouTube, look up inspirational, inspirational speeches. speeches. <laughs> Literally read off what what your boy says during Braveheart. Read off what Al Pacino says. The seconds we need are all around us. You know, like you just you got to do it. I, I have a dream. Movies, yeah. you know? Martin Luther King. Come on. Martin Luther King. <laughs> Jesus. JR. I'm not saying I'm not saying you have to be dope at speeches. I'm just saying like, you know, you're playing the good guy, but you're playing like a Mother Teresa warrior. I want you to play like a like brave an inspirational heart. leader, like a brave heart warrior. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Jon Snow. Yeah, like, like Jon Snow. Snow. No, not exactly like, like Jon Snow. Does he get speeches? No, I don't know. I I'm he four episodes into, into Game of Thrones. First. I Yeah, the I just started. <laughs> I just started <laughs> last week. I know this is a, this is big, but I did. I'm My biggest regret four. about Noah is that he just started Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I expected this heat coming back at me. What about, what about you, Fievel? Anything that you regret that you did or, or another player did? And we already all took the Jack Bauer thing, you know. <laughs> no. Do you? But you don't regret that. No, I don't. I think that's a good move for you. Like if I really didn't want to do it, I. Wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. No, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It was, no, that's fair it was all enough. in the cards. Just wanted to give the, the people something new. Everyone, you know, Jack Bauer's doing the same moves every battle, mm. same jump and stuff. You yeah, know, but I just the pony does the same moves up. Jack Bauer did. Hey, easy. Yeah, but she's, she's just getting her stuff. Like, she's kind of like on a penalty because she can't get all the evolution points at once. So it's just like a day-to-day thing so it's kind of just waiting until she has her full potential right but, re- but regret about something that you did or someone else did you know i wasn't a fan of the whole dabbled up thing firebolting that guy in the face <laughs> you know we decimated those bandits mm. everything was fine he you told feel like them, that was overkill he told him where the money was yeah, yeah. like at that point i was like as fievel i was like holy fuck <laughs> this guy's a psychopath yeah he, <laughs> as a fellow psychopath he's i was like, like me yeah <laughs> There can only be one of me. There's only room for one <laughs> crazy motherfucker on this podcast. Yeah, so I just, I mean, I don't know his alignment or anything, mm. but... It's chaotic. I believe he's neutral. So. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't... I, think I don't he, know. I think he was just on an XP hunt. He wanted to get hits in on <laughs> anyone that he could, kill anything that he could. Fair enough. The man just wants to be the highest level. All right. How about you, Rogar? Anything that you regret that you or another player did? When I tried saving that guy's life and he had the, I think his, his armor was stuck in his chest and I tried to go help him and I just made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Lena loves to rub that in your face, eh? (laughs) And, uh, I was kind of, I was kind of let down when Galix and Groban died. That was pretty disappointing. So you're disappointed in me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Killing off all my bros. (laughs) Mm, I'm sorry, dude. Well, I mean. Good news, there's promotion for you, and, and within the, they're hiring from within. Oh, wow. <laughs> so most of us are dead. <laughs> uh, anything you got, Gregory? Yeah, no, I was going to say, I just thought of a, an actual regret, I guess. Mm. Is not being able to uh, say much in the beginning there. Mm. Let's, being, let's speak to that. Being, being restricted by that, that character flaw, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so when you started out, yeah, when, when, well, the people need to know. When you started out as Gregory the Warforged, you were playing more of like an automaton style Warforged that was just very simplistic in its speech for sure. Mm -hmm. And one, like when we rolled for your character flaw. Yeah, when we rolled for your flaw, it was like you could only say 10 words or less at a time. So you really played to that, which was awesome, but on (laughs) a podcast makes it kind of hard to have you grow. Yeah, to have an actual show your personality. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that was, 
But I think we've made a nice recover from that for sure. Yeah, we relaxed that a bit. I like your personality in the pot. I mean, you're kind of like a voice of strong reason. I steer dabble dub, you know, back towards mm. the. You let him think he's got the reins, but you've actually. I'm yeah. just, you know, I, he, you know, he thinks <laughs> I let him think he's the alpha, mm. and he thinks I'm the beta, but really I'm steering him back to nice. the I path. Like you know, we'll cool. just let him think what he wants. Yeah. What about you, Tyson McKay? Anything that you regret doing, or that you regret another player doing? I regret not dying in season. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> my biggest regret. Um, Denying Pievel at the gate. <laughs> no, no, I I stand wholeheartedly <laughs> behind that. <laughs> Probably uh, at the end when Damick's talking to Lena and he's he, like he's talking to her and you're kind of giving her a chance to fight back, but she never really did. She never really like she could have been like, "Hey, Damick, I just kind of I want to join you." Like anything to stay alive, you know. She kind of just gave up. Well, she did kind of. She she did say, "I want to join you." She never actually said. I just it, feel though. like the plea that she made was way too. It was way too long. It was a very wordy plea. It was like, look, I know that we treated you poorly in the past, but I don't want it to be like that. And under, you know, the new Iron Wolves, you would be free to do whatever you want. It's like, you got to be passionate. Like, you got to, like, you didn't move me. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And Damik is is very, very single-minded. He's like, if I take this essence down, I'm more powerful for the fight that I have planned with these guys. And, like, he... The only reason why he never went after Lena was because he was under this oath and he couldn't break it. Yeah. Just kind of disappointed me that she didn't go out like fighting. It was kind of just like a mercy killing. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, moving onwards and forwards. Fievel, you want to read us the second question that one of our fans posed to us? From uh, Lucas here. Uh, what one avenue of the story each person would like to explore further? Hmm. Something that our players want to explore more in depth in terms of the world of Nori and the storylines and um, such. I'll start off. Oh, okay. Rogar, a volunteer. I love it. Wow. What do you got, Rogar? You remember Granny Addy? Oh, I remember Granny Addy. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to uh, go back to her and see how the kids and stuff are doing. <laughs> that's a he gets them on good, weekends. Uh, <laughs> that's a good. It's a good question. I can let you know right now. You you can wait almost almost ten and a half years before going back. At the Jesus. age of eleven or thirteen, like you sprinkled powder on the children. She didn't take them yet. So so the spell that she used and the, and the potions and the, the hag magic that she used, they're essentially going to become hags i believe it's at 11 or 13 i forget what what age it is but until then they're normal children oh so i could save them before well if there's a way to save them yes i'll answer that like a true dm okay (laughs) (laughs) but you said they stayed children before that age right so if i yeah if there is a way to reverse it then yes okay good to know so we got like 17 more seasons before we have to save them let's go Another avenue, I kind of want to explore where my powers came from. That's that's kind of where I want to go. Mm, little Tyson McKay backstory. You know, because I'm, I'm from a small town, like, where did these powers come from, you know? Yeah, I have explored, I mean, not saying too much on it, I have explored writing a, a Tyson McKay backstory. Tell me. Um, I actually <laughs> toyed with the idea of having Tyson McKay's backstory be the, the fulcrum, the point of interest for season three. Like, having that be the storyline is, is is relating to Tyson McKay's background and, and such. I think that would go to his head way too much. I can't well, wait. That was one of my Let's concerns. <laughs> in addition to that, I feel like season two was bogged down in politics and, and a lot of heavy shit. You know what I mean? And I feel like season three, we're going for a, a lighter vibe, and I felt like delving into Tyson's fucked up past hey it's gonna be way heavier and more political than we had ever dreamed <laughs> daddy daddy <laughs> i'll still do the daddy well, any any <laughs> avenue of the story you'd like to see more of fievel 
The clan just discovering like, <laughs> oh yeah, true. Figuring out where my brother Riov went. Okay. <laughs> more, more about your background. Cool. No, um, for reals, probably just uh, probably finding like a new beast. I feel like luck looks a like a filler right now because mm. I didn't have anything else. But uh, yeah, finding that new beast would have be, uh, some my point of interest. <laughs> Shut up. That'd be pretty sweet. I'll dominate you. <laughs> oh God. All right. Uh, anything big that you're looking to explore, Gregory? Dabble Dobbs has a dabble Dobbs and Gregory adventure. Magic or weapons. Magic weapons. Yeah. <laughs> magic weapons. <laughs> All I want is magic weapons. Plus 100 experience points. If you have that, was a, that was a dope play. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, magic weapons, and that'll be the end of that. Mm. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, a little little dabble dabble and Gregory bat story, maybe even a little uh, you know how they met type of thing or mm. something like that. You know, absolutely. And I've, I mean, this is another thing too. Like my brain's always rolling with these ideas. I, I can say honestly, I haven't given much thought to Fievel's backstory. <laughs> you know, like I haven't. That's something that I've just been like, you know, I feel like he's already written it himself. <laughs> we all know that that all, fateful text that he sent, yeah. and we've um, heard about the pit. Mm, we've heard mm, about the pit. Bad place. But I honestly considered for season three splitting off Gregory and and Dabble Dog, <gasps> having a, a, more of a not a Hobbit style, but more not just because he's small. I'm not, not, not a size thing. That's more so sexist. just like an epic adventure, right? Because these two literally are just like these wanderers on the landscape, right? Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say it kind of would be cool if we did something similar to that style where it's like the same goal in the end, mm-hmm. but there, we need to split and take two different routes mm-hmm. to, and, you know, accomplish different things along the way yeah. to get that to meet up at the end. Absolutely. Thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. It is, it is a cool vibe. Um, all right. That was a uh, I just got tweeted a question. Nice. From at puddle underscore eighty eight. Puddle, my boy. boy. No, don't don't <laughs> ever cut off Puddle, man. Dude, that's dope that he tweeted us. Shout out to Puddle. He's been an awesome fan since day one. I love it. Yeah, he's got a he's got a good question here too. He said, Would Noah have actually made Tyson die from childbirth? It's hmm, a good question. Yeah, I definitely would have. Um, you know, it's I, I would love to give a short, succinct response to this, a nice short response, but but I don't have one. The trouble being that to really explain it, I'd have to explain what happened with, with Val. So so Tyson McKay goes to Limbo and he fights this red slot, becomes impregnated. I knew that was going down. The deal with Damek was interesting because had he taken it, yeah, Rogar would have been up against Damek and had a hard time, potentially lost his magic or life. Tyson McKay would have been saved. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Damek had the, the witch doctory powers to do that. Damn With it. Val, I actually did roll it out. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I actually, pl- I, and I wanted, I, t- I toyed with the idea of putting it on the podcast, like having Vel play against Korst, who is the, the Slod Lord of Randomness. So the Slod Lord of Randomness is just like one second he might love you, the next second he's playing chess with you, and then he wants to like spill out your innards and like lick them. Like, you know, he's just a weird dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he like swims in this primordial soup of essentially chaotic energy. And and that, that fight went really poorly for Vel. So he actually got locked in a dungeon at Korst's whim. Um, and so and so in doing so, he actually lost a bunch of days. Uh, but but Vel is super smart and has a planeswalker, which which obviously Korst didn't really understand. He broke free. It's just like his magic was restrained and his he obviously was very weak. So yeah, I think I I'm not against killing players. Obviously. It's not a great way to kill someone. For like a, a pregnancy, but that being said, 
Yes, I think the answer is yes. I would have. I just adhered to the rules, though. How dare and, you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, when it comes to a player's life, I, I feel like I have to be fair more than anything. I, I won't just like ignore the rules to kill them. Too bad. I Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, a good question from Puddle, though. I like it. Yeah, thanks, Puddle. Uh, next question, or it's kind of a it's kind of a comment, I guess. From Luke, he said, I have huge beef with Fievel pouring so many evolution points into his pony, and I won't stand for it. How did he get wings? <laughs> Double question mark. <laughs> Double question mark. Do you want to take this one, or do you want me to? Because we've actually gone through this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, look, you can have beef with Fievel pouring evolution points into a beast, but here's the thing. That is Fievel's class. Like That's what he does. That would be like being mad at Gregory for having high AC and swinging an axe all day. You know what I mean? Like... This is what these characters do. A. B, I think we actually impeded you a bunch in Season 2 when you switched over to, de- to Luck Luck because you weren't able to pour all those evolution points at once. You had all the evolution points. Technically, it's a bank of them. You can use them at your whim. There's no regulation in the class about how you use them and when you use them. But we actually kind of slowed you down and said, hold up, you can make one evolution per day for X number of days until your points are done. Like I felt like I actually kind of range you in there mm-hmm. because you know you would have woken up the next day and just had a, a fuck ton of evolution Pegasus. points into luck luck and that would have technically been by the book as far as homebrew goes so yeah and, and then just like the wings they're only four evolution points when at my level i have like 17 so as long as i surpass level seven i could put wings on whatever beast i have and i'm like an eight right now so no, I think, I mean, no, it's a good question. I think that not looking at the actual class, it's it's hard to see that that really is what Fievel's about, right? I won't stand for it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, next question that we have here, we have Emerson Doran from Salt Lake City who asks us, how did Fievel feel about Tyson and Rogar's gameplay during season two? Because, I mean, obviously, Fievel, you were, a, you were apart from your compatriots, your comrades. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about how they handled the Praise Iron us. Wolves invasion? So yeah, it seemed like a lot of German dungeon porn for the first <laughs> half of it. Okay. Not sure, the, the, not sure I'm picking up the vibe you're laying down, but, yeah. but continue. Where was the German? <laughs> was Lena German? Yeah, Lena was the German. <laughs> oh, God. I thought it was Groban. Was that, was that the, the, the accent you were hearing this whole time? No, but like, no. how did you, you feel about their gameplay? I just felt like you guys restricted yourself so much in that prison scene like i i get tyson yeah you're pregnant you know pregnant women still take the bus and go to work you know it's 2018 (laughs) get woke i'm team fievel (laughs) yeah i was definitely hoping for more of a prison break you know Mm -hmm. i was hoping for some more ruckus i broke them out okay like after one episode, I was like, okay, like this, this is, this is all right. And then as it progressed and you guys are still in there, I was like, come on, like to be, someone to be fair, break down okay. these things. Like, to be fair though, how, how many, how long was I actually in the cell for if we count the number of, like I was out of days. it a lot making deals or planes walking, you know what I mean? How many days were you guys in the prison for? Is that well, the like, question? No, no, like me personally, like I was out, like I planes walked, I was doing deals. You were out for a fair bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ro- I, I think maybe this is more so a comment towards Rogar Ouch. than it is Tyson maybe, because Tyson was dealing with a fair amount, but Rogar was almost glad of his chains. Like at one point, I think I distinctly remember him saying, I'm a good boy and I'm <laughs> going to stay in prison. So so maybe this is more directed towards him. I don't want to put words maybe. in your mouth. But no, no. It's just following but, yeah. orders and... 
You know, I was waiting on Wolfhelm to do something, and when he did something, he just ate shit. <laughs> okay, so they're not willing to take any constructive criticism. That's okay. No, <laughs> I admit it. It's kind of my fault. You know, I tried breaking out, and I was just getting bad rolls. So I was like, fuck it. Okay. Oh, yeah, but you only tried You tried to kick it, like, once. You got to try more times, man. I think Noah just broke him, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's so does. You okay? <laughs> yeah, the pit does. But, like, oh, over, okay, so aside from the prison scene, how do you think they handled... The coming of the infected undead. Once you guys got out, the story started to progress a lot more. It was cool to see the kind of the clans come together and fight as one. And then uh, the final scene of you guys just like holding your own against this whole army while we were on our way was uh, pretty dope. Didn't, yeah. didn't think you guys were gonna make it. So uh, <laughs> some of you didn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> True. So that there's that. But no, it, it was. Well thought out for the second half, for sure. Well, I appreciate the second criticism. <laughs> Which was more of a compliment, so that's fine. You should have let me in the gate, you piece of shit. <laughs> I have a question. I think we can... Yeah, we're moving on to Josh now. Yeah, so what What made you decide to have the new players start at level one, Noah? You know what I mean? Uh, like, new, like, yeah, no, I, know, I, I know exactly. Yeah, so Dabble Dog, Gregory, and Lena yeah. all started at level one. Yeah, so this is, I think, a difficult question... It's, okay, it's not a difficult question. I lie. It, I think it's a very, I think it's a realistic question. I think a lot of DMs have to square this at certain points because campaigns can be fluid, and new campaigns where you want new characters to start in can be uh, certainly tr- not trouble. But they're gonna, they're gonna have to answer this question: mm-hmm. Do my new players start off at level one, or do they start off at like level nine if everyone else is level nine? And I think that the reason why I went with level one is just simply because I wanted it to be more realistic, right? You know, are Gregory and Dabbledob, these age-old adventurers that are off on these crazy stories, should they be at this point in their lives level 20s, right? Like, you know, Dabbledob says he's 369. He's very accurate on that point. Yeah, I'm over 400. You're over 469. Yeah, he, he's very, very precise on the age. <laughs> so the thing is, like... Should they be level 20s by that point in their lives? There's a case to be made for that. But did I want level 20s coming in the game? No, no one else is level 20. Should they be level 9s? Absolutely. But the thing is, I feel like players earning their levels means that they understand their their abilities more. I think that veteran players have no problem picking up, like, if you wanted to start a campaign with all level 20s and make a really cool campaign, I think that's really cool. And I think that veteran players can do that really well. I just think it's a lot of information to take all at once. And I'd rather have them actually play it out and earn that than just be given it. Maybe that's just me. Um, and I think it also made it a little bit more risque. You know what I mean? You actually kind of had to play a little little tepidly for the first couple of levels, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I did. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I charge head first for it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lena as well. I mean, Lena's was a fairly young character, quote-unquote, but, but showed a lot of promise. I don't regret her starting at level one either. I think, did it make it somewhat odd that she was coming off very confident in the beginning? Even though she got dusted in that first hall, uh, great hall fight with you guys, maybe a little bit, right? But again, I'd rather that she worked for those levels and had to play through that. And I think that she was better for it. Okay, so uh, elaborating on that. So moving forward, say we're like, I don't know, we're in season four. We decided to add some new players. Yeah, accounting for the probable deaths of a couple of players, sure. Yeah, yeah p- players. potentially, right? It happens. Yeah, um, it could happen. So we're like level 15, let's say, at this point. And a new player is coming in. How do you? Yeah. How would you? You know, curb that. 
Uh, well, the question the question becomes a little bit more slanted once you start reaching higher levels. Okay. Because the, the chance of a one-off like death, like a one-shot death, is super high. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys were what, like level five, six when this campaign started? Yeah, yeah, four or five, something like that. Four or five. So like entering in level ones. Yeah, there's a chance of getting critted with a death, but not really, right? Like, it would be super hard to do. Challenge rating 15, and a level 1 enters that arena, there's a solid chance that that thing crits their health and some, and then they're just super dead. So, yeah, I might have them start off with, a hot, like, a, a level, you know, and, you know, being, like, a 5 or a 6, or maybe starting them at, like, a 10 or an 11. Mm-hmm. I think it just kind of depends. And I think it also depends on whether or not this is a person who was in the campaign died and is making a new character, or whether it's a completely new person. If it's a person who was in the campaign died and is making a new character, they'll be either choosing the exact same character with zero XP, like a character build that's almost identical to zero XP, or a new character build with half their XP rolled over. Mm. If it's a completely new character, I might be more lenient and give them more XP Okay. to, to boost into some levels, right? Fair enough. Uh, next question coming up from Greg Woodsworth. Greg Woodsworth asks, how does Tyson feel about being passed up for the leadership role of the Iron Wolves? And does he have ambitions to become mayor of Ryberry? All right, listen here, Greg. <laughs> not not you, Greg. Greg, ask the question. <laughs> I have not been passed up for the leadership role of the Iron Wolves yet, okay? Mm. I killed Damick. No, no. And uh, Can I please come in? I, May I? I could still become the leader of the Iron Wolves. There is no no named Wait, NPC. Aren't they all dead? Most of them are dead, yes. That's why I could take it over pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no arguments there. You could become leader of what's left of the Iron Wolves. When it was a title to be passed down, though, there was Wolfhelm, you, and a couple other people there, and you were not chosen. <laughs> so I have to kill Wolfhelm. Ergo passed over. <laughs> so we'll be done. <laughs> Okay, and, and the mayor and the mayor of Ryberry, do you have any, oh, I'm any ambition to run for me? Okay, but we know you're not. Uh, I was in the mayor hall. No one was there to, to take the power from me. Okay, so you think you're mayor. That's the accurate statement. You're not actually mayor. I will continue to act like mayor until they tell me I can't be mayor. And then I will kill well, them until that I am very mayor. early in season three. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the very first line. Tyson, you're not mayor. Okay. It's like the colonizers just shows up. This is mine now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have, well, I mean, it's also, it's, it's kind of, we have the shirts for it, to be honest. I'm wearing one right Tyson now. Tyson for mayor. You're, you are marrying one. <laughs> marrying one. Oh, goodness gracious. <clears throat> Next question. Ferris Styles. Where is season three going to go? New lands? New plains? New women? Is that really the question? <laughs> New women? The question. Bitches! Oh, <laughs> goodness. Uh, dog. Yeah, you guys can expect new lands in Season 3. You can expect new characters, new zany and wacky NPCs. I think new women? as far as new women go, I'm going to go with yes. Nice. I just made that executive decision. There's going to be new women in Season 3. <laughs> Good. <Yeah>. Another, <laughs> another eye patch girl. <laughs> Make it the right eye. This time it's the right eye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and her name's Rena, not Irina. Is that why her name's Rena? Because she lost the eye. No, it's not why her name's Irina. Moving on. That's not, these, these, are, these are nonsense questions. Is fine ass bread lady alive and will Rogar go on his date with her? I hope so. Mm, fine ass bread lady, Please is she alive? Me. Did she survive? Please tell me she's alive. <laughs> You know what? Give me a D20. <laughs> We're going to figure this out right now. I didn't write this yet. 
Oh man. God, please. The gold dice are coming out. You ready, Rogar? No. <laughs> okay, ten and above, she's alive. Nine and below, she's dead. Everyone agree? Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have Gregory, you agree? Yes. Fievel? Oh yeah. Tyson. Absolutely. Make it make it fifteen and below. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tyson. We're sticking with ten and above. Rogar, are you cool with this? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Three, two. With a 12, oh, fine-ass yes. bread lady is still alive. Now roll if he's going to get his date. Okay. <laughs> well, this is more so up to him, not me. <laughs> She's armless, though. <laughs> she also lost an eye. <laughs> Everyone's losing eyes. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess if Rogar plays his cards right, he could win a date with a fine-ass bread lady. Well, I mean, he could just say, hey, I saved your town. <laughs> does she Jesus. care about those kind of things? Does she care about bread? All this answered in season three. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the bread. I think the last question is, uh, will you bring back Arda or Jack Bauer? Um, Arda actually is written as having done some, some her, of her own adventuring in the south, uh, the southeast, actually. So mm. I have no immediate plans on her making any type of trek northward, not really the lands that the lizard folk prefer or like not so even, I'm going to go with not even no one Arda unless yeah, you guys were to head to the southeast and Jack Bauer you ruined season 4 boss man Jack Bauer is going to be the evil guy <laughs> yeah, Jack Bauer his two heads just become Taking maniacal yeah. on luck luck yeah, it's, a, it's a real play you'll never off. be the OGJB <laughs> no one replaces me <laughs> it's a real playoff off pinky in the brain one head is pinky the other one's brain and they just try and take over the world uh, I guess the last question here is will Oren recover yeah, I think we're projecting a full recovery for Oren. I think will his will his front line days be behind him? No. Maybe. Will he still be useful in combat for sure? I think he's going to move up in the ranks of the iron of the whoa. the Iron Wolves. I knew it. <laughs> I think he's going to move up in the <laughs> ranks of the Knights of the New Moon, and yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, I mean, his bones were reset. He's in a clean, warm place. He's got food. It's not like he's on the road, and uh, I think he's going to be all right. Good job, Fievel, for saving him. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Rogar gonna yep. move ranks? Move down. Well, that all depends on how your your interview goes, for sure. You better bring your CV and uh, <laughs> I say you have down. years of work experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, will Tyson get into the Knights of the New Moon? No, I believe you were offered a position within the Knights of the New Moon by. Wolfhelm. He just said that you had to become more lawful and respect order more. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is fun, guys. They I mean, asked him again with this new, uh, the heart on. The heart of the Modron. Yeah, he might say yes. Might say Fuck yes. you. <laughs> I'll say. Cool. Well, I'm glad we delved into these topics. This was a blast. Yeah, it's, it's always. I feel like we actually had, we had some meat to dig into here, and I'm glad we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some meat and potatoes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure bringing you this Insight Check episode at the end of Season 2. Some final notes to discuss for you guys. Again, remembering that December 15th, there will be the very first episode of Season 3 of the Dicey D20 coming to you guys, so keep a lookout for it. Second of all, premium memberships on Podbean. Check those out and look to support the pod. We've dropped a couple cool ideas of arena matches that will be probably dropped on there, so if you guys want to check those out, That'll be super cool as well. And we are also sponsored by Die Hard Dice. So check them out at dieharddice.com and use your promo code DICED20 for a cool 15% off your very first purchase. They are super cool dice, guys. We got a couple of sweet sets ourselves, and we are looking to drop those picks to you guys 
hopefully sometime soon, let you guys know what it is that we're rolling with so that you can roll with the same. And we will see you guys next time on the ACD 20. See you guys in, out. in a while. I'll miss you. In a while. <laughs> see you in your dreams. Oh, Jesus God. Christ, cut it. Cut it, <laughs> cut it all. <laughs> <Leaving> it <in. laughs> Thank you.